Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hey guys, no podcast this morning, but a little thunder and lightning extra, and that's from uh, Wednesday's Sports Talk Mississippi. Richard Cross and I caught up with former MSU basketball star Robert Woodard and talked to him about the process of getting ready for the NBA draft, what players he thinks he uh, sort of sees in his future, and, and how he's reaching now the, uh, the cumulative end of a lifelong dream. Here's uh, Robert Woodard on Sports Talk Mississippi. With you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, Michael Borky. Glad to be with you on this Wednesday afternoon. Time for us to go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. First time on Sports Talk Mississippi. Robert Woodard II, former Mississippi State Bulldog, who is soon to be a professional basketball player. Robert, really appreciate a a few minutes of your time. First of all, man, congratulations on getting to this point in your career and what I've got to believe has been a a lifelong dream and a a pursuit for you. Yes, sir, for sure. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on today. Uh, Of course, like this has been a dream come true for me to have it finally be a week away. It's something I've definitely been working on for a long time, so I'm definitely uh, happy that it's finally happening. Robert, when's the first time that that you can remember – in your basketball career, thinking, I legitimately have a chance to be an NBA player one day? Um, I would say it was my eighth grade year in middle school, transitioning into the ninth grade as a freshman. That's when I realized, okay, I have pretty good potential to be a pretty good basketball player. And, you know, things were kind of in my favor uh, as far as USA basketball and those type type deals. So it definitely boosted my confidence to finally realize, hey, if you put the work in, you'll be able to make it to the top level. And and isn't it interesting because there's so many guys that play basketball, so many all across the country who all have the same dream. They, they want to play in the NBA one day. And everybody maybe at some point convinces themselves, oh, I could be an NBA player. But for most people, that's just a pipe dream. But you were saying a second ago, you, you put in the work, you realize the potential is there. It's still a long way off. But actually getting to this point where you're on the precipice of hearing your name called, it's got to be a cool deal. For sure. It definitely feels unreal. It hasn't hit me yet, honestly. Um, but, you know, I think it'll finally hit a couple of days within, you know, finally having my name called. But it's something that, you know, everybody doesn't get the chance to get their name called and things of that nature. So I just see it as a blessing. Uh, it definitely feels good. What's this process been like? I mean, this obviously has been a year unlike any other, and and I know that it's made getting ready for the draft. Just the date of the draft is is so far different than what it's been in the past. So kind of walk us through what the last few months since March, when you last played a game, competitively have been like. It's been very, very long. I will say that uh, very (laughs) long and mentally challenging for the most part, you know, um, because starting off we kind of had a feeling that, you know, possibly the date would stay the same and things of that nature. And then we realized the NBA wanted to start up, and then they had, like, two, three other more dates that they were throwing around. So it was just like, you know, you're training all this time just for the date to get pushed back. So uh, it was definitely a challenge having to stay mentally focused and self-disciplined and those type deals. But I will say I enjoyed the whole process, being able to work out for seven or eight months. It definitely made me a, a better player than I was when I left Mississippi State. 
Hey, Robert, it's Brian. Hey, Dad. We got to talk to Coach Howland uh, just yesterday, and he said that he's been talking to some scouts and saying that you've been doing really well in the interview process with, with all these teams. What is that process like? What, what do they ask you when, when they get to talk to you one-on-one? Well, they just they mainly want to know uh, my upbringing, how I was as a child, uh, family background, those type things. And then they ask me some basketball questions like, what can I contribute? Uh, why do I feel like I'm ready to make this transition? What will be the the hardest um, transition for me to make from uh, being a college player to being a professional basketball player. Uh, Just pretty much trying to see how I can help the team and how I am all the way uh, as an all-around guy. Do they ask a lot of questions about your guitar playing? Um, Some teams have brought it up. Uh, I would (laughs) say that. They do ask um, about the guitar playing. You know, Robert, you, your pops was a pretty good player as well. What were uh, what, what were those games like? When was the first time you know in the driveway, one on one, in the gym, one on one, where you're you were like, all right, I, I can take you now, Dad. Oh man, <laughs> it took a long time. Uh, I it was honestly, I really didn't start beating him consistently until I got to high school, and he started he he got a step slow, so. <laughs> uh, I gained a step on him, but you know he always he kept me humble um, out in the front yard or wherever we played our one on ones at. What was that relationship like? Uh, having someone who had been a very successful basketball player as a, as a father figure, as a teacher, as probably a coach, uh, some along the way, and and as a friend. It's, it's, man, it's been great. Um, I can't begin to tell you how appreciative I am of my father. Uh, he's been here every step of the way supporting me when I played baseball, basketball, soccer, whatever it might have been. But just so happened I turned out to stick with basketball, and that was, I guess, probably a dream come true for him. But having that mentor, um, somebody to teach me all about the game, uh, how to be a great player all the way around, as well as teaching me things off the court, you know, it's been truly a blessing, and he's still teaching me things. So, I'm very appreciative of him. What kind of a baseball player player were you, Robert? I think I was a fairly good baseball player, honestly. Um, it was just baseball started to conflict with basketball, so I just kind of hung it up. But I really do enjoy it. Hey, forgive me for this, because I'm not trying to take you down the baseball road, but if you had stuck with baseball and, and you had committed to it the way that you had committed to basketball, could you have been a college baseball player? Do you think you could have found yourself playing baseball professionally? And the reason I ask is I think about you from a body type standpoint, you, you, you kind of look like a couple of those guys that are wearing pinstripes now and, and Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton, Stanton who don't look like the typical baseball player. Right. Honestly, I do think I would have made it to the college level um, just because I played it so long, played a lot of travel baseball. It was I feel like I played more baseball as a kid than I did basketball because we were always mm-hmm. traveling during the summers and things like that. But, yeah, I feel like I was a pretty good player. I had a good glove, um, versatile, could play almost any position on the field, but except for, like, catcher and third base. <laughs> balls, were, balls were coming in a little too hot for me to go to third. But, um, yeah, I, I do feel like I had a legitimate chance. Robert, has there been any one team you've had more contact with than than others? Um, not really. The most I've talked to teams is uh, two times. Um, I've talked to quite a few teams uh, twice. So there's no not really a team that I've been in contact with um, more than anybody else. 
but I'm pretty sure my agents have been talking to teams and they've been telling me what they've been hearing and things like that. And so that's pretty much how it's been. Robert, I'm not going to paint you into a corner and trying to get you to say, hey, this is the team I'd like to go for. That's a really bad idea the week before the draft. But I am curious what the feedback has been like that you've gotten from teams. What do they tell you that they like? What do they tell you that they want to see you get better at? Uh, Teams want me – well, I start with the uh, improvements, um, things I need to improve on. Teams want to see me handle the ball and be comfortable with the ball uh, in offensive situations, be more involved. Um, just being able to show that I'm comfortable on the offensive end and being able to direct traffic and those type deals. Um, <clears throat> that was the main thing. They just wanted me to prove that, you know, I'm a great ball handler and I can make good decisions on the offensive end. Uh, the things that they like, they like my defensive versatility. Um, on the defensive end, being able to switch to one through four, as well as possibly switching to the five on the next level if teams are playing small ball or whatever the case might be. Uh, a consistent three-pointer, um, knocking down shots. And just being an all-around great player on the floor on both ends of on both ends of the court and a great teammate. What um, who's a good comp for what you are going to be in the NBA based on somebody that's there right now? Um, starting off because I'm realistic with myself, and I realize uh, coming into the NBA is not like I'm going to be a LeBron James first year or something like that. So starting off, I would have to compare it to Wesley Matthews, somebody who gets it done on both ends, who improved his uh, three-point percentage and things like that. He's become a very consistent player and a key piece to his team. All right, so you said starting off. Let, let's uh, let's project. Let's say you get drafted in a, in a great spot. You grow for three years. You, you feel comfortable. Uh, what about three, four years down the line? Hopefully in three or four years down the line, I could possibly, you know, try to be more like a Kawhi Leonard type role as far as offensively and defensively because he's guarding the best players whenever he's uh, going against teams as well as he's the main guy on the offensive end. So hopefully on down the line, whether it be three, four years, maybe five to seven, I'll uh, end up getting that role. If you end up being in that role, will you promise you'll come back and talk to us again? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> I hope we can, uh, yeah, I hope we can talk to you uh, regardless. I, I do want to ask you one last thing, and we'll let you go. Really appreciate your time, Robert, this afternoon, and we certainly wish you the best. I, I'm curious if your agent is is giving you a feel for where he thinks, based on the conversations he's having with teams, that, that you think you might end up. Yeah, so um, he's been telling me from since day one. He sees me going anywhere from the twenty to forty range, and honestly, that okay. hasn't changed. I honestly feel like it might improve considering uh, after the combine, um, the numbers and things of that nature. So we'll just have to see. Uh, it's been consistent the whole way through, so I really appreciate the hard work out of my agents from getting me for getting me good information. Absolutely. Certainly realistic information as well as always good. Robert, so much. Uh, we wish you all the best. We appreciate your time this afternoon. It's going to be uh, fun to watch your career continue to develop. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. That's Robert Woodard II, former Mississippi State star, on his way to the NBA. Draft just a week away. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.